1: Right now on our SDCCU fan hotline from the San Diego Union-Tribune and Fox Sports San Diego, always a pleasure to welcome Annie Halber and here to Ben and Woods. Happy 4th of July. Annie, it's good to talk to you.
0: Happy 4th of July, guys, and it's so great to talk with you. I, I think this is my inaugural talk with you on the fan. Is it really? Well, I, I think s- it is. So it's like it's
1: I see you wonderful. so much. I see you so much at the, at I, the ballpark. I, 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 I talk like, to you every day. I feel like Annie has tier one <laughs> guests. Potential written all over. Yeah, her. she's hundred percent tier one. Tier one, Annie. No. Um, Ben. Oh, I thought she Annie? was going to say something. Somebody, one so of you guys, say, say something for the love of God.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say something. Yeah, I know. We
1: kind of got. We kind of <laughs> both. We're waiting for the other one right there. All right. So what? Are you, that moment with Franmil after the game. Obviously, you had a plan going in to ask him about that. It could. I mean, that worked out as well as it possibly could. Were you even floored when he decided to start? Just belting it out for the whole stadium and the TV audience.
0: You know, yeah, I I honestly didn't think he was going to sing. I thought it was just going to be a funny moment. I thought he was because you know sometimes sometimes he'll do that in the clubhouse and he'll just kind of give you like a no, you know, like just a, kind of like a funny response. But I I did not think he was, and I, and I really didn't have it super planned. It just uh, he had done the um the the dugout songs with it with the rest of the group. Um, the timing was right you know he was he was kind of you know obviously hitting well and and all that so it just sort of was seemed like a a good end that would have been like a funny moment but i didn't think he was going to do that and honestly i didn't know what song he was going to sing either because he sings a lot of songs so <laughs> so uh it it worked out really well and he's really just a joy to cover i mean he he is who you see him as like he he is that guy that just is so You know, loving and caring about all of his teammates, and always, you know, uh, chatting with them and talking them up, and hugging and all that stuff. So he's just, just a really, really um, happy person.
1: No, and that's one thing you can't deny. Um, We talked to Kirby Yates about it the other day. (coughs) The vibe around the team this year, uh, Kirby, he's like. Yeah, it was always fun, and I'm like, Kirby, you don't have to say it was always fun. You guys, there's been some bad teams over the last few years. The vibe around this team is a lot different than it was. What do you attribute that to?
0: Yeah, it's so interesting because, you know, every year, in I feel like almost every team, they'll be like, oh, we all get along, everything's great, good clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. But you can obviously feel when... You know, it's just not, you know, maybe not everyone's buying in or it's not clicking or whatnot, but now it's, like, it's really sincere. I mean, you can tell these guys really like to be around one another. They really like playing with one another, um, and it's all across the board, all across position groups. I, I, I you know, it's it's a good question. I, I think it's I think it's a lot to do with the guys like Eric Hosmer, with Manny Machado even, um, Tatis, Fran Mill. Like, I think it's a lot of those guys adding this kind of, vibe to this clubhouse that that just really works you know and even the guys that are veterans aren't stuck up veterans they're not closed off veterans they're really inclusive veterans so i think that it's it's a lot of that um that goes you know for even the Craig scams and and just all the way down the board so um and and so I, i think it's you know winning also helps i think the fact that they were able to get going and the coaching staff and and even all the way up through uh, the front office, just kind of putting together this team. But yeah, honestly, no one ever knows. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just, just comes together. together it, it does, but it's it's got to be organic. And I right. think it's really a lot harder to do than people think. And I think it just it has worked out for them this year. For
1: when, I, wonder, I, I wonder if Eric Cosmer would say that it reminds him of that Kansas City team that he was on, because that's what it reminds me of. Those guys, I mean, you couldn't help but fall in love with the team uh, and the chemistry that they had. So I wonder if he sees any similarities.
0: Yeah, he no, he does. It's a great point. He does, and Greg Garcia also sees a lot of similarities between, like, Eric Cosmer and Yadier Molina and what he went through in the Cardinals. And a lot of that is Eric Cosmer, too. I mean, if you talk to, to anyone in the clubhouse, like, hands down, if you say, who is the leader of this clubhouse, they will say Eric Cosmer, and they will... And it's not lip service. Like, they really... Really like the guy, you know, so I I think it's I think it's a lot of what he's learned and um, the way that he's kind of, you know, been the superstar in that in that um, clubhouse, the way he's treated everyone and on a day in and day out basis, you know, so um, I, I do think it has a lot to do with that Royals team and with the other guys you know, kind of taking the best of of their experiences and bringing it to the Padres' clubhouse, too.
1: Talking to Annie Heilbrun on our SDCCU fan hotline from uh, UT and Fox Sports San Diego. So, Annie, when uh, the Padres signed Manny Machado, uh, we knew we were getting a a great player here in San Diego, but from a media standpoint, I was kind of thinking, all right, well, he's going to be one of those guys to kind of give a wide berth to occasionally in the clubhouse. He's probably not going to want to talk to the media much. That, that has not been my experience. What's been your experience, and I know you covered him extensively, spring training as well, just kind of dealing with Manny Machado on a, on a daily basis and, and what his kind of interactions with the media have been.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. He's been great. I mean, honestly, you know, every guy in there is going to have days when they either need to get their work done, they don't feel like talking, they're, you know, w- whatever it is. You know, it's pretty much up and down the board. But Honestly, if you go up to him and you ask him, you know, for some time or some questions, unless he has something that he needs to be doing, like he's going to a meeting or hitting, um, he will take time to talk to you. You know, and I haven't really seen him not do that. You know, um, he definitely has his routine, just like all of the guys do. But he's been approachable. He's been more than willing to, you know, help out in, in whatever capacity he can. And like any veteran, I mean, you know, obviously he's he's got like his you know, his time for what he needs to do and his work and really like any player veteran or, or rookie. Um, But he's really, you know, you kind of heard all these stories about him coming in and he's extremely friendly. He's extremely personable. He's funny. The guys love him. Um, He'll mess around with a lot of us and he'll mess around like the way that he does mess around with the guys. So I think that's, that's, those are all great signs. And if you're, if you're standing outside watching him like as he comes off the field um, he's, like, one of the first to sign autographs, to yep. take pictures. And it's also, he does it when no one's around. Like, sometimes people think, oh, they're doing that because, like, all the fans are watching. But he'll do it when, like, no one's around or it's just random moments. You know, he's really big into getting back in that way. His wife is wonderful. You know, so I, I just think that it, it's it's really been a, a really opposite from whatever reputation he had coming in.
1: So, Annie, I thought of you last night during the game when Will Myers, late, obviously, but in fact, I think... Uh, oh, no, that wasn't this one, but I am watching the replay. Hit the 98-mile-an-hour fastball out opposite field for a home run. He'd been slumping so badly. And you had a little nugget on the broadcast a few days ago about what Will was working on. It made me think of you. I, I imagine you thought the same thing when you saw Will connect.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. You know, I'm I. it's great when Will connects. I mean, it just, you know, Will Will someone... I know um, he's frustrated. I know more than anyone he's frustrated, and I'm sure fans are frustrated. But he's got so much talent. Like, that's the thing about Will. Like, he really does. And you can only imagine if you are constantly going into the batting cage and you cannot find it, you can't find that feeling, you can't figure out what it is. Um, Obviously, he doesn't have any excuses for it. No one does. But right now, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you've got your whole team winning around you. And probably coming into this season, you know, we, we all thought this was going to be Will's best season because now he's got the, the lineup around him. He doesn't have to be the guy. He doesn't have a lot of pressure on him. He can just go do his thing. He's back in the outfield. And you have this whole team winning around you and you really aren't, you know, um, on a day-to-day basis, part of those wins. So I think for him, the more he can come in and be part of those wins. And, you know, if you watch him during the game, He's not, he's not, like, sulking in the back. Like, he's hes there, whether he's playing or not, like, really into the game, really uh, supporting his teammates. So I, I really think that this is, like, another just kind of mental thing for him that he needs to get over. They're, they're changing up his work in the um, batting case to make it a little bit harder in the hopes that the game will slow down for that, him. That's what I thought um, of.
1: You said he was working on that, like, 100-mile-an-hour pitching machine, and I thought, oh, maybe that's paying yeah.
0: off. He's working in that fastball machine. And yeah, that's like, because his thing is that he goes in there and he looks for a feel, and then he gets frustrated when he, when he doesn't get the feel and he, he doesn't find it. So, um, and obviously he knows he's, he has too many strikeouts. He, he needs to put the ball in play. So, they're having him work off this 100 mile an hour um, fastball machine, just constantly take these, you know, 100 mile an hour you know, fastballs or whatnot, and, and then that slows the game down for him a little bit. So, yeah, exactly what happened last night. Like, that's the hope that's going to that's going to you know come to fruition for him the more he keeps working at this and and um yeah and i, I know it's frustrating like no one wants to hear what i'm saying right now that's the reality <laughs> of it you know he's he's still on the team there's he's not going anywhere right now so um so i think it's kind of like you know you're wanting him to find whatever he needs to find and and then just get back in there
1: well annie it's good uh chatting with you on our new home for the first time enjoy your all-star break coming up i know that's always a big thing for anyone who covers baseball to get a couple of days off but really do appreciate you being with us this morning
0: yes and you guys keep killing it i love hearing you so glad you guys are back on the air Thank and you. uh anytime it's a pleasure to talk to you guys
1: that was a tier one comment right there yeah, she's tier one a all the way on the sdccu fan <laughs> hotline sdccu has low rates zero closing costs on select mortgage loans get flexibility stability and a better mortgage buying experience subject to approval equal housing opportunity refinance or apply for a mortgage loan today